everybody. Welcome back to the Stories of Freedom podcast. Today, it is just me, but don't worry. I got something good for you lined up, some good content. Um, this morning, we did not record. Kayla and her family were not at church. I heard they were sick, so prayers to her and her family. I hope they feel better. And our guest, I don't think, saw me this morning because I was helping in the back. And by the time I I got done, we were helping with the kids. And by the time I got done with that and the the parents came and picked up their kids and I got out front, it looked like he'd already gone. I couldn't find him anywhere. So I don't think he thought I was there. So we did not record this morning, unfortunately. But I do have an episode that I was waiting to put out there until we came to a situation like this again. And next week, hopefully, we will have Kayla back, and our guest will see that we're there, (laughs) and we can record that episode. Um, But this week, there's two, well, there's one thing I want to go over, and then I'll let you know what we're doing today. So one thing I wanted to bring up, please let me know your feedback on this, because we're still praying about it, and I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. But my wife, Renee, and I, we are thinking about adding something to this podcast, doing an extra podcast throughout the week for you guys, um, starting the beginning of the year. So basically, right now, we are doing one podcast a week with testimonies, or at least that's the goal. It doesn't always work out that way. Hopefully, we can get more consistent with that beginning next year, but you know, um, What we want to do, Renee and I, what's kind of been on our hearts is we want to go through the Bible with our listeners here in one year. So we want to go through the Bible with you guys and discover it with you guys because this ultimately is an outreach. And I know there's a lot of Christians that listen to this. I'm also hoping there's people that listen to this that might be, you know, questioning their faith, maybe going through a faith crisis or not sure if they're ready to dive in and become a Christian and they're listening to the stories to hear uh, if God is really out there and and what God's done in other people's lives and if he can change theirs. So I've said before that I want this podcast, at least the testimonies, to let people know why we believe what we believe. And I want to put content out there, though, that lets people actually know what we as Christians believe. So why not go through the Bible any year with the listeners, whether you're a Christian or not, whether you've gone through the Bible before or not, we can go through it together in a year and and really discover it together and understand the whole story from front to back. Uh, I mean, you know, as much as we can. <laughs> so uh, what we want to do is continue doing the testimonies once a week and then on either somewhere in the middle of the week or maybe Saturdays, depending on our schedule, Renee and I will basically summarize. We're not going to go through the whole reading for that week. You know, I'm not going to sit there and read the Bible on the podcast, but uh, we're going to let you guys know what that week's reading is. Um, and if you guys go through it and read it throughout the week like we do, then once a week we're going to get on here and basically just cover that section and kind of talk about that section and how we can apply it to our lives and what God's taught us in that and maybe give a little bit of history or whatever we can we can come up with. You know, whatever whatever the Holy Spirit puts on us during that, that week's uh, Bible uh, portion of the Bible. And hopefully between January and December, we can go through the whole Bible next year with you guys. And that's something that we really want to do. So let me know what you guys think of that. I know I get a lot of feedback from people in the church. They go to our church 
so if you see me or Renee walking around, let us know if you if you want us to do that, if you guys would be into that. We'll probably do it anyway because uh, we feel like it's been put on our heart to do that. So with that being said, let's go to this week's episode. Basically, I think it's fitting because last week we had Peter on and Peter talked about the witnessing track and we started talking about the witnessing track a little bit and how those were popular in the 90s and I remember those in the 90s and how they reached out to him and or, you know that one witnessing track that the lady gave him uh, was able to help him in his faith crisis and really was an answer to prayer. I stumbled across this website and I put some videos already on the Facebook page a couple of weeks ago uh, from peacewithgod.net. It's actually part of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. They've got this website, again it's peacewithgod.net, where it's basically a digital or an online witnessing track. There's four steps here. Step one, God loves you and has a plan for you. Step two, here's the problem, man is sinful and separated from God. Step three, God sent his son to die for your sins. And step four, would you like to receive God's forgiveness? And each section has a little, you know, Bible verse or two and a couple of things that it says and a video attached to it. So these videos, like I said, I shared the first two a couple of weeks ago on the Facebook page and a lot of people seem to really like them and a couple people shared them. Uh, I'm going to share the audio for all four videos. It's going to be less than 15 minutes long once we get into it. But I think it's really cool. Um, I, I think that that they do a very good job summarizing the gospel and these videos and the audio and of course because it's part of Billy Graham's evangelistic association Billy Graham's voice is in it so we're just gonna dive right into it um, and and I hope that if you're somebody who is trying to figure out if if God is up there and God cares about you or if God can save you from whatever sin you're trapped in or really forgive you for the things that you've done. I hope that these videos can speak to you. I pray that they speak to you and help you understand that God's love is unconditional and it, it does not matter what you've done. As long as you're willing to uh, you know, ask God to forgive you of your sins and just let the Holy Spirit come in and guide you from here on out, He will clean your life up. And I just... Take a listen to these, and if you are a Christian, this is a great witnessing tool, peacewithgod.net. Share it. They tell you to share it on the website. Um, go check out the videos. But um, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. Once it's over, it's just going to end. No outro music or anything like that because it's got its own music in there. But hope you guys have a blessed week, and next week we will be back with a, another story. All right, guys. God bless. He is jealous for me. Love's like a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. God loves you. And he loves you with a love that you don't even know anything about. Because there is no human love comparable to divine love. God loves you. He wants to forgive you. He wants to have fellowship with you. It doesn't make any difference how far you tried to run from God. He loves you. His eye is on you. He sees you. God created us in His image. And you as a person are important to God. The Bible says that God has the hairs of your head numbered. Every moment of your life is watched by God. 
God is listening, and God loves you. He's your friend. He'll put his arm around you, and he understands, and he answers, and he's sympathetic to your problem. God loves you, and the Bible says that God sent his son from heaven to this earth for you. Jesus Christ came to this earth to take your sins upon a cross. And he would have died had you been the only person in the whole world. He loves you. Don't ever forget he loves, 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 loves you. When Jesus Christ was nailed to that cross, he did that for you. That's how much he loves us. The Bible says, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, forever and ever, and ever, and ever, and ever. God loves you. And God has a plan for your life. What is the purpose of my life my life on this planet? Many go through life unfulfilled, unfocused, searching. A blank canvas waiting for a picture of purpose to be painted on us. What does it all mean? It was once said that there is a God-shaped blank in all of us. We look for many things to fill this. Friends, fashion, false faith, fornication, and the facade of drug-induced fantasies, but follow me. Follow me to the edge of an abyss where deep down inside we all know something's missing. See, from the moment God spoke time into existence and shaped us with his own hands in his own image, his plan was for man and him to be one. Creator and creation communing together in beautiful harmony. Sounds perfect, right? So what happened? Sin. We're sinners by nature. Sin opened this void. Sin drove us away from our friends. Sin separated us from him. And for many centuries since, we as human beings have attempted to bridge this ever-widening gap with philosophies and religion, wealth and so-called moral decisions, but the divisions became more instilled, that God-shaped hole in our hearts still unfilled, and mankind seemed doomed. Until, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Ye shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Oh, but <laughs> this wasn't no ordinary baby. See, he grew into a boy, then a man, then a preacher, leading a multitude of people with radical and really off-the-wall teachings like, love your enemies, bless those that curse you, turn the other cheek. He's the greatest teacher that ever was. But this was no ordinary preacher. See, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So for our sins, 
he had to pay the price. They put nails in his hands. Betrayed and denied, they hung him high and stretched him wide on a cross for you and I. And over 2,000 years ago, spiked through his side, the Son of God, our Lamb slain before the world began, died. One of the most agonizing physical deaths that a person can suffer. They buried him in the tomb of a friend, but for three days his mother cried. And for three days his disciples ran, but thanks be to the Most High, that's not how the story ends, because three glorious days later, Jesus rose from the dead again. Oh, but this just wasn't any ordinary sacrifice, because he became the way, the truth, and the life. And we now have a way through the Father, through him, through the cross, we're now able to get across that great divide caused by sin, separating us from him, and he's calling us, but we've got to come. See, the choice is still ours, but he has provided all the love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And if we only believe that Jesus Christ paid this price, Jesus said ye shall know the truth. No more separation, no more fear of death, no more holes in our heart. But we can now have eternal life. You see, God gave man a choice. You either accept it or reject it. On a daily basis, I wanted drugs, you know? I was like, right after school, I needed to go get something, just a different drug, just to try it out. I started drinking at 15, and I just, I never stopped. We got drunk, and we got high on drugs. We had hangovers the next day, we'd get up and do it again. I just thought ramming my car into the embankment on a freeway was gonna be the best way to get out of where I brought myself. You can use different objects, a blade to a safety pin. I would scratch at my skin over and over again. One day it just came to a point where I exploded. I knew I was breaking the law and I knew that I was ruining other people's lives, but frankly, I, I didn't care. I just remember just like growing up going, you know, why is my life like this? I'd be miserable, you know, and just be empty inside. Watching my mom cry and just seeing that, man, she really wanted me to change. I really had no feelings anymore. It was kind of like, well, too bad if, if you know, it's, if my mom cries, she cries. And when I thought about that, I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, I've gotten cold-hearted. The pastor, he's like, you know, if you hang out with, with Christ and talk to him, and then all the stuff in your life will start to fall away one by one. It's his job to get rid of it. I just said to myself, you know what? I'm tired of having last times, and I'm tired of feeling awful. I'm tired of, of being tired of myself. I didn't like myself, so I didn't want to like others. And I just thought, Lord, if there's any help, one of my journals, I saw where just two pages are just dribbled with, with blood. I don't know why I did it, but I'd cut more and more, and it just wasn't getting any better. You know, I didn't feel any better about myself. So that night I decided to pray, but I didn't know what to say. So I said, God, I, I don't know who you are, and I don't really know how to find you, uh, but if you're God, and you're there, maybe you can find me. And I said, Jesus, you know, if you're real, like this guy said, take these drugs from me. And uh, I just said, show me. It was something that to me, I believe, happened when I sincerely gave my heart to the Lord. 
I was able to be real, to be genuine with him about the hurt I was dealing with. And I knew that Jesus was God, and I knew that he was the way, the truth, and the life, and I just had to choose to serve him. When we get that revelation and understand that Jesus died for our mistakes, man, we just were like, I'm saved, I'm like, I'm rescued. I just told the Lord, I don't want me anymore. I need you, Lord. I want you to change me and make me new. When I came to Jesus, all I had to bring him was junk. I needed to ask for forgiveness. I needed to repent of my sins and turn the other way and, and be open to what God wanted to do. I think about how I would cut on my wrist and Jesus was nailed there. You know, and that was his scar that he had, but he didn't have to. Jesus Christ says, hope is possible, it's there, it's very much alive. I was so relieved that there was hope. I was so relieved that like someone really did love me for me. There's no words that can describe the, the peace and the contentment. God's been consistent and he's been faithful. And it makes me love him today more than I ever have. God proved to me that he hears the heart cry of desperate people, regardless of where they are. How many of you here tonight are broken, fed up, but you don't know what to do? Smiling, but you're broken, hurting, barely coping, out there waiting, hoping for some Somewhere to tell you what you're missing So you can get to living You feel way beyond forgiving You tried everything The greatest problem in the world today is sin What causes people to hate and lust and have greed? It's sin The Bible says all have sinned And come short of the glory of God Just take the hand of grace God's not waiting to judge you. God's not waiting to condemn you. He's waiting to receive you with mercy, with love, with open arms, and forgive all your sins. No need for resistance. This time it will be different. Love will go the distance wherever you are. You have to repent of your sins. That means to be willing to change your way of living. You may have no power to do it, but if you surrender to Christ, He'll give you the power. The Bible says you don't have to carry this load of guilt. I'm asking you to allow Him to rescue you from sin. Sounds unbelievable, but you're not unreachable. Just take the hand of grace, your sins have been replaced by something beautiful. You're not unreachable. You may never have a tomorrow. 
as far as God is concerned. You may never hear the gospel again like this, or your heart may not be this tender toward God. Come while you can, and don't put it off. You come.